For real? Byron Saxon, wait, wait. Your time starts now. Folks, I want to make this short, and I want to just congratulate Jacob Novak because thanks to his exquisite outfit, Jacob is now the official spokesperson for Huggies Diapers. <laughs> Darren Young, you have about as much chan chance of winning NXT as the Buckeyes do at winning a national championship. Zero! Zero! The future is... And welcome back to another episode of Half K NXT. Your boy Nando Kid and your boy Larry Cannon. When it's hot, you know I'm fanning. It is pretty hot. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that that uh, it's not alive. It's that SummerSlam SummerSlam heat coming in. Oh, oh yeah, pretty much the biggest. What they call it? The biggest the party, party of the summer. summer? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. It's been like that for a while now. I, I didn't think about that. I'm telling you, they're slowly getting to our Coachella idea that we brought up probably like a year ago. I don't know, dog. You saw how badly they was doing that Rolling Loud. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know if WWE's ready for that All right. type of atmosphere. <laughs> All right, maybe not that atmosphere, <laughs> but they're getting there as far as like. All right, they did WrestleMania. They can make it more like a carnival, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They already did like WrestleMania like two days. Now SummerSlam is on a Saturday for the first time, so they're slowly getting to our Coachella idea. But I think That's you're true. Right. I think you're right. It's gonna be more like a carnival versus like yeah. They just gonna have some. It's gonna be like a. Uh it's gonna be like access outside. Ah, yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> I'm, dude. That would be dope. Actually, that would actually that would actually be pretty dope. Access outside. That's you know they really need to start thinking about that now, especially now in today's climate of mm. keeping people indoors. That's very true. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Like I said, like. It would give it like a distinct vibe. I mean, I guess that's what they're going for for having SummerSlam on a Saturday now. Uh, but I think, yeah, for them to make SummerSlam really stand out, I think I think they should still push forward with that outdoor venue. But anyway, <laughs> so we'll go ahead and uh, get started. And I figure like we'll switch it up. Maybe from time to time we'll have like our banter in the beginning and we'll do the episode. And sometimes we'll have the episode and then we'll do our banter. So this week we'll do the episode. And then we'll do our follow-up banter. Ooh! <laughs> so, Ooh! So that Best way, part. So that way people who tuned in exclusively for the NXT content can get it up and, up and early. Because uh, when it's up, when it's up, and it's up, then it's stuck. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is episode 57, episode three in season five. And this one happened on March 22nd, 2011 at the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I did a quick check because I had actually had them in the incorrect order before when I was logging these. So now I put them in the right order as far as like putting the state first and then the city. Mm. So it seems that California has had the most visits so far from the 57 episodes where they've been to San Jose twice, but then they've been through California, like North and South. Okay. Uh, and then if we go down to Ohio, Yes, they've been to uh, Cleveland twice, Columbus, Dayton, and Cincinnati. Uh, so I think 
they're only like one show short of the California. So yeah, Ohio and California have been like getting the surplus of NXT shows so far. Ohio just probably got it's probably a good stopping point when they're traveling or mm. something like that. Is that stopping Ohio? Okay. Going yeah. back east, eh, stop in Ohio. Going west, eh, stop in Ohio. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So I didn't you, and then you get all the way to the end. Uh, yeah, we're in Cali. Might as well go up and down. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how like we always say like they barely come out here and it's still kind of true, but it's like California, the way they treat it, it's like it's split into two parts. So it makes it feel like it's two states because they visit. Technically, they visit California the most, but they really go towards like Southern or yeah, uh, SoCal at that point. Yeah. Like if you look at this, what we got San Jose, Sacramento. So that's NorCal. Mm-hmm. And then Bakersfield and Fresno would be like in the middle. Yeah. And then LA and San Diego is at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's they just kind of break it up like that. And then like I guess there's just nothing above Sacramento when yeah. it comes to sporting arenas. That's true. Yeah. Now that I think about it, you're right. <laughs> that's it, bro. It's just Sacramento. That's it. <laughs> you don't get no higher than that. Yeah. yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> I can't think of no other cities above that to where they're going for California, unless you're just going to Oregon at that point, straight yeah, to yeah. straight to Portland. Yeah, Portland. Let me say, um, what we got Oregon, Oregon, Portland. Yeah, no, nah, I think Portland, Oregon is the only stop there. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're not going to go anywhere after that. <laughs> nope, that's it, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, like uh, I, I guess I forgot to mention at the top of the show. Uh, but if you're already three episodes in, you kind of know the format that we're going for this uh, redemption series. But just a quick recap. Yeah, we're going to split the season into five parts just because this is the longest season. And at the same time, we are not going to be covering as much of like the full show as we are going to be breaking it down from like wrestling and commentary and then entertainment and uh, production. So uh, we're kind of just kind of skim through this uh, first segment, but I see that you have a couple more notes than I do. So I'll go ahead and let you take over this diss the rookies uh, challenge. Yeah, man, it's cool. Like, I honestly wanted to skip it, but then I decided to listen for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I also noticed that Maurice and Stryker have very similar noses. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like, look, they got kind of like similar shaped noses. I said, like, what is this? Huh. Um, yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Mr. Byron Saxon made his entrance out. I also noticed that it looked like he just got a little happy with the the screen printing letters because mm-hmm. it was they were all over the place. He was wearing a tank top and it just had words everywhere. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. remember none of the words that it said. And then like I keep trying my hardest not to confuse Byron Saxon and Darren, and Darren Young. Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they don't look nothing alike. Yeah. But essentially we uh I got like some few kind of like disses that I thought were pretty cool. Uh, Byron Saxon, he was talking to uh, <laughs> Jacob Novak. Oh, that's and right. And he told yeah. him that he looked like he was wearing a Huggies diaper. <laughs> that and then it was funny because his, you know, his trunks were kind of like loose. They looked like a big white diaper. The the crowd got a good pop from that one too. I've, that might have been the best, the best diss of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, although Darren Young won, he didn't really say anything that cool mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, and then uh, I did also notice that when uh, Connor, when it was Connor's turn, I could have swore Maurice called him Conan O'Brien. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Like, did she just call? Because it, it sounded like an accident too. Like it didn't sound like she was trying to be funny. It sounded like she legitimately called this poor man like Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Lucky Cannon doing a good job of channeling that hometown kind of like heat when you talk oh, trash right. about like the, I forgot um, about that part. The home team. So he made a little diss about uh the what is the football team down there? The Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So he dissed the Ohio State Buckeyes. And then I uh, noticed at the back of his robe said uh, "delish" on the back. Mm-hmm. So for me, that you know, he's just the winner off. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been uh, sporting that coat from the beginning. But yeah, I think is this I, the first think, time that he had the words on the back, or we just had a chance to just read the fact that he's calling himself "delish." I think he had it from the beginning, but I didn't notice it until last week. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think he's had it. But yeah, last week I was like, "Oh, delish." That's his like <laughs> that's like his thing now. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was. Like, <laughs> delish on the back no he does he's a savage for that i love it and then uh finally at the end uh we get darren young goes home with this one the commentary for me they kind of slept on this too because mm-hmm. william regal was not feeling it yeah, yeah yeah um and then from here yeah yeah I, regal was not impressed at all yeah i think he um he was kind of like putting over and he it kind of went into the the first matchup based on like that feedback because he was saying like yeah this is like the most important part of being like a WWE superstar is like the mic work. Mm. So he was like very disappointed in like the, the performance from everybody in that promo that like, it's like, yeah, they're not connecting with the the fans and they're not putting out like good material to make it believable. So I think he was just like, I think he was legit like upset about that, that no one was cutting like a good promo. And then that brings us to the first match of the evening we get no entrances mm-hmm. we go into darren young with chavo yeah <laughs> <laughs> versus titus o'neill with horn swago so this it was a it was the longest match but i got some some highlights for me mm-hmm. uh oddly enough the biggest highlight for me from darren young was the fact that he wasn't wearing his knee pads but at the same time you could tell that darren young led the match yeah yeah, yeah. like he yeah. he, he you could tell that he was kind of like telling Titus what to do just cause I'm not saying that it wasn't a smooth match, but it was just that like the, the way that the offense was kind of like geared around Titus made me really feel that young was like the, um, like the leading the match for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, uh, for the Titus side, just almost out the gate of the match, he like got a really good falling clothesline on yeah. him. He damn near took his head off. That was beautiful. Had a nice, real big, like, uh, backbreaker. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to do it like a side slam, but then he, like, walked it. He, he looked really good because he it looked like he was losing control of him, but he wasn't. Yeah. And then he, like, finally kind of brought it down with the, the backbreaker. That was real dope. And I forgot how cool uh, Titus's boots are with the little goat. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I give him some props for that. And then at the end... Or towards the end, we get young uh, Hornswoggle biting ankles. He was biting uh, Chavo's ankle on the. <laughs> oh yeah, because Chavo like had pulled uh, Darren from the corner because yeah, 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 yeah he yeah, pulled yeah. him and then uh, Hornswoggle wasn't having it, so he went to gnawing at this boy's ankles. And then uh, Darren Young was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Look yeah. at him! He's biting his ankles!" <laughs> and then turned around and walked to a big clash of the Titus. Sky High, aka Rydeen Bomber, sit out ooh, spine buster. Ooh, the technicals. <laughs> go down there for you just in case you didn't know what the clash of the Titus was. <laughs> nice. Uh yeah, you pretty much covered it here where like he got the win at uh 305 and um Pitbull. Yeah, I guess this was before Titus started. Well, obviously, because the his future partner in this match with the primetime players, 
I think that's when uh, later on Titus was doing that same kind of like backbreaker, but he would do kind of like that. Uh, what was it? Didn't he do like a like the the shuffle with it? Oh yeah, it millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, millions of dollars, and then like throw them to the side, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be like he would do that the backbreaker, and then like yeah, the millions of dollars shuffle, and then just like toss swing them around, and it's, it's almost kind of like. No, that's different. Because I was thinking of like when Norman Smiley used to do like his little scoop slam, but that was like a, a scoop slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or body slam. Or depends on who you hear from. Was, they're going to call that move different. Yeah. I uh, digress. <laughs> so after that, then we kind of have some segments here that we'll kind of run through. Uh, so the first one was Maurice and Yoshi Tatsu and Lucky Kainan backstage. Uh, I think Lucky Kainan, of course, like repping his whole like delish gimmick around, <laughs> around Maurice. I think this is, yeah, like week three now of like him trying to like hit on Maurice. Uh, and then Yoshi Tatsu on the side is, you know, trying to play like the nice guy game of like trying the to hook gentleman. up. Gentleman. Yeah, the gentleman way of, yeah. of, of hooking up with Maurice. But then uh, I forget what uh, Lucky Cannon had said, but then Maurice slapped him again. But then Yoshi Tatsu was laughing. But I guess since like Maurice was still just mad at Lucky Cannon, she's like, are you laughing at me? And so she slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lucky Cannon and like Yoshitatsu getting each other's faces. And then like Lucky Cannon's laughing and Yoshitatsu slaps him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got he got the double smackdown on uh on this episode. Dang. Uh and then right after that, then yeah, we get Lucky Cannon's video package. And I think it's the I think this is probably where we probably noticed that, yeah, like the delish thing. Was oh, yeah, because he was owning it in this one. He yeah. was like, man, I, I he said something about like uh his him just being delish and i was like yo he said it verbally yeah and then he said he was the uh <laughs> vip of nxt and i was like bro somebody needs to steal that now yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely right now nobody's gonna remember this yeah let's go ahead jack that one and then just like mix it with sasha banks the name is delish aka mr steal your girl aka lucky Kenneth. everything's different now Last season's in the past. I'm a different person, different set of rules. Did you see who won my season? I was offended. This is a lifestyle. I'm delish. Me and my associate, Tyson Kidd, are going to run away with this because the show is all about me. I am the VIP of NXT. Winning. Uh, and uh, yeah. who else used to have a red carpet rolled out for him? Uh, MVP, I think, right? Yeah, was MVP somebody else had a red carpet like rolled out in was uh, Del Rio? No, was it Del, uh, it was an Eminem, oh, was Eminem. It? Yes. it was, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I should have known that too. I was like, oh, yeah, like they're the Hollywood dude, so yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, yeah, somebody who's still around now, yeah, uh, yeah. So then that one, like, the only note I have with that one is like, yeah, we still, I mean, we understand his heel turn, but we still don't understand where like this delish gimmick king <laughs> but at least he's like really into the character now compared to like he was just literally like the nice guy in, in season two so it's it's pretty cool seeing him like do like a complete like character transformation i feel like he took what jacob novak wanted to be ah that's a good point like, yeah because yeah, yeah. jacob novak was kind of almost that the first time that we saw him but he just didn't exude it right mm -hmm. and it like I feel like Lucky Cannon is doing Jacob Novak better than Jacob Novak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it, it plus it may have hurt uh, Novak in the in uh, season four. 
because he was like teamed up with Dolph Ziggler and they're kind of like that same kind of like yeah it's the same thing it's yeah. like but he Ziggler does it better <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so yeah you're right it probably hurt him and then like Lucky now having like this complete transformation yeah he's complete transformation he's got a finisher like you know it's real when dudes get finishers bro like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after that then we get a weird thing because like same thing when I was taking notes for this um, usually I go to uh, like a pro wrestling wiki uh, wiki to like just make sure like I have the match breakdown correctly. But then when they showed the graphic of like Novak and JTG versus Vladimir and Connor, I was like, wait, wait a minute. That wasn't on the thing. Like I almost thought I was watching the wrong episode. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. That, that's why I was like, I'm pretty sure I got all the matches right. And then, yeah, so they kind of like swerved us here because Matt Stryker came out and then just kind of like modified it and made it like a dance off instead. So I was like, oh, okay, now it makes sense of like why mm-hmm. it's not on there. Changed it to a mini segment. Yeah. And then essentially, so uh we get some what we got, Novak and JTG out there making the ass out of themselves. Yeah. And then uh Kozlov and O'Brien, they they come out with like a synchronized routine and just wow the crowd. They're like, oh my god, they can dance. They man. they hit him with that Zangief dance. Yeah, they hit him with the Zangief. <laughs> and then boy, that boy Vladimir Kozlov was doing like back rolls to his back handsprings and stuff. I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little agile guy. Yeah. But hey, essentially, I guess they won. <laughs> I don't know what they won, but they won. They so. won because they was all cool after the match. Yeah, like JTD was. Oh out, yeah, they JTG were. was out there dancing with Connor and stuff. I'm like, bro, what? Happened? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so no. hey. They were all pretty much um, baby faces. With that no one. immunity, like with redemption points on the line or nothing. You're just going to change the objective of what, what they do and not give them no reward. What if this is where it finally stopped? <laughs> like, hey, straight up, that was like it right there. Was yeah. there another segment after this? Nope. That, that, yeah. That's it. They just like, hey, uh, go. It, we're it. changing the matches. And that's what we're going to see through like the next season yeah, like yeah, for yeah. a little bit. This is This is definitely the... The step that this is like the first wave that that mm-hmm. caused it. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> when they just throw out something random like, now you're gonna have a dance off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd eats it up. Damn. Now, now it makes more sense. We might now. be seeing the seeds being planted. <laughs> the seeds of. Uh. So of after this, then yeah, we have one more week of uh, the WrestleMania promo buildups. This one again between actually this one at least was pretty decent. Where it was the Miz and John Cena. So at least like the Miz is finally getting his spotlight during these like promo. So work. this is not the Rock's match. No, this is not <laughs> the year I, that, that the Rock wrestles. That, right? This is why it's been very frustrating these last couple episodes <laughs> because it looks like it's the Rock versus John Cena, but it is it's not. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is that year that like the Rock was hosting WrestleMania, yes. right? Oh, hosting, hosting <laughs> WrestleMania. Quotations. Why would you? Why would you do this, John Cena? Why would you? Why would you engage him like this? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so just another one. We, we we don't really cover it as much, and especially next week. Oh, next week we're gonna have to do some uh, some Im- improv work on our own because it is the final week of WrestleMania promos, but. NXT got like pretty much the short end of the stick on that one, but mm. that is for next week. Uh, and then, yeah, that pretty much leads us into our main event match, which is uh, Byron Saxton going up against Lucky Cannon. Uh, this one, this one was kind of cool because they showed Lucky Cannon's like video package. Oh yeah, like beforehand, and uh, during it, uh, Todd Grisham actually brought up that in the video package, he called Tyson kid, his associate yep. instead of his pro. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool that like 
I'm tired me of and my it. associates, <laughs> yeah. Tyson Kid. <laughs> so like, it, it's one of those things where it's like either Tyson's cool with that, or he doesn't even know that's like, like nah, he's cutting him. Yeah, I don't think he knows. Either. Tyson Kid ain't no dummy. <laughs> he's been looking the same for the last twenty years. <laughs> he, he knows you guys. Come on, man. He's like the Canadian Shelton Benjamin to me somehow. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. They didn't even really wrestle alike, but they they wrestle alike. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I really hope uh, when Shelton decides to hang it up, like, yeah, he hangs around as like a coach. Cause, yeah, he'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we start off the match where um, Byron was getting some strikes on Lucky in the corner. But then uh, Tyson Kidd actually ended up distracting uh, Byron. And then that allowed Lucky to hit like his trademark big boot. But it was like a really good big boot from like the corner. So. I think um, that fool's a G fool. He, he, what if Dominic Djokovic was actually looking oh. at it, <laughs> but like wow. grown up? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did kind of hit a, a Djokovic kick there. What the, if? Oh, if, crap. If, if Lucky Cannon didn't have tattoos, I would think that they were the same person. <laughs> and he just like matured and re, like reworked this style. Like, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, and then after that, he followed up with like a really nice neck breaker. Even William Regal was like putting it over, and al- and also just like the the effect of a net of a of a neck breaker, where he was just like saying like yeah, like it's even though it's like a fundamental move, it's still like very dangerous and can like end a matchup at at, at any point. So gangster, yeah. So Regal is definitely getting some points for me on this episode with uh, commentary. Then um, yeah, both men kind of just like started doing some strikes in the middle of the ring. And then Byron Saxon started to get the offense by hitting like his trademark spinning back elbow. Mm-hmm. And then that uh, diving sit down clothesline from like the middle rope. Mm-hmm. He's always doing those like really, really clean. So I I think we may have said this before, but I think like Byron is probably the most polished one from this season. Why did Byron, re- Byron Saxon stop wrestling? Did he get hurt or? I don't know if he. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he actually got hurt because maybe they were just like, you know, what, kid, we don't really see nothing in you like that. But your voice is great. Yeah, yeah. I think it might like, have just kept it real. I think it might have been like a similar situation to, to Taz because I know Taz had lingering injuries, but it wasn't one thing that like took him out. Mm, yeah, and, it and was then, like combination things. Yeah. And then at that point, they just like loved his work on commentary. That That's that's what he kind of stuck by at that point. Um, I know they were trying to do that with Aiden English before they let him go, but I guess it just didn't work out at that point. Because, uh, yeah, Aiden wasn't injured or anything, but they just put him on 205 as as commentary at that point. Some, You know, that's pretty cool, though, like to just look at somebody and be like, uh, you know what? We're probably not going to need you like this, but mm-hmm. you're terrific like this, bro. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? yeah. And it's like, mm, all right. That's like, uh, what was it? The hardcore dude. Oh, Drake Younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just making him like a referee. Yeah, it was and- like, hey, man, you know what? We ne- He was a wrestler at the time. And it was like, hey, bro, you know what? Uh. No, but yes, here. How yeah. about it? And he's like, hmm, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he got fired for being weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's for that's for another show. <laughs> yeah, that's for another episode there. Yeah. We could do a whole like side episode on like rumors. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I mean, you remember that one rumor? And then just like, don't even try to like dispel nothing. Just talk about stuff that we heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like facts or anything. Nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing facts. It's like, hey man, I heard this that one time. Uh, you know what? That that never even happened. I, mean, I, I heard it was gonna happen. <laughs> Just like how we were talking about backlash, uh, the or yeah, backlash the video game. Oh yep, straight <laughs> up. Man, that game would have been immaculate. Yeah, 
We'll, we'll get to that in our uh, in our banter after the episode. In episode banter. Uh, so in the closing sequence, yeah, uh, Lucky Cannon was going for his finisher, but Byron was able to counter from that. But then Lucky recountered him mm-hmm. <laughs> and threw him into the uh, steel post, setting him up perfectly for his finisher, the Lucky Break, which is my favorite move of the reverse thrown down. And he spiked him with that with that too. Oh yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like just when I when he, he spiked him, I was about to start typing. Man, maybe people don't do that move because it's hard to bump. But then, like in the closing closing sequence, he hits Yoshi yeah. Tatsu with it, and that food like bumps perfect. And I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that that just kind of showed you like, I was the, like, oh, it's possible. Never, yeah, yeah, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, it, it looked good on both ends because yeah, he picked up he picked up the win at three nineteen, and then how you said like uh, when Yoshi was trying to help out. Byron after the match after the match then he caught one as well. Yep. Okay, uh, but the business he's I'm taking your 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 friend, taking you, taking your girl. I got my associate. <laughs> I'm delish, baby. <laughs> Lucky Cannon in here. Uh I would have to say that was probably Lucky Cannon's best match up to date, I would think. Mm-hmm. You got to put him in there with somebody who worked better than him. Mm. Byron made him look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Young Saxton. <laughs> Young Saxton. <laughs> Young Saxto. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that, that will pretty much do it for that the episode specifically. Um, I didn't really have any fun facts other than one that uh, I think it's where Titus O'Neil is now the only person this season. I mean, he's lost matches on uh, season two. But as far as just season five. He is now the only rookie to still be undefeated, hmm. where he's two and zero, while the other competitors have, have at least either one victory and one loss, Clash or they're baby. or they're uh, winless, like Darren Young here. So, uh, we will see. <laughs> uh, cool. So from there, we'll go ahead and get into our scores. So I I was the one that messed up earlier. So I will go first. (laughs) Uh, So for me, I end up giving matches and commentary. I actually gave it a 3.5. And this one came just because I really enjoy the commentary on this Mm. on the show. Because I I think so far by or not Byron uh, Regal and Todd is my favorite combination so far for NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, like because, yeah, like Regal just literally brings like more of the. Uh, technicality, but also like more of that je ne sais quoi. Yes, yes. <laughs> Whatever that means, I just heard people say it. Yeah, and <laughs> and Todd is also good because he's still like the main commentary, but he still can like call some of the technical moves too. What's this? Who's Todd Grisham? Yeah, yeah, Todd Grisham. Why he, do I keep feel like I keep forgetting his name? Yeah, he stuck around for a while, right? But, yeah, but he was never like he's always just used as like the backup one, like in case of like Cole. Or uh, and he's like Cole Junior. Yeah, he's yeah, a coal miner for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I always like Todd Grisham, and I'm I'm glad that he got like a pretty good run with the company. But yeah, he just never like was the lead commentator for for Raw or SmackDown or anything. That's gangster. Or actually, no, I lie. I think he was on SmackDown for a bit. Yeah, uh, that that's probably where I remember. Probably when uh SmackDown was like really the B show for the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for the longest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went um three. Okay. I was going to go lower, but then I brought myself back up because I was like, you know what? The commentary is good. They yeah. do their thing. Yeah. I like to finish this, these matches. Good mm-hmm. finishers. Clash of the Titus. Lucky break. Mm-hmm. I pop for those. Yeah. I can't lie. Act like the matches are lower than a three. So I stuck with my guns and I went with a three there. Mm-hmm. Uh, On the flip side of that, though, for production and entertainment, 
I stuck with like the two that I have from the last episode just because we're still so like WrestleMania yeah. heavy. So I, you know, no offense to the, to to nothing, but your boy went too. You're making me want to change it now. <laughs> hey man, you can't just. The more and more I get mad about the fact that this ain't even the one where the Rock wrestles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you 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 convinced me. So I originally gave it a three, but because of that, I think I went down to a two point five. Uh, because I, I still like it, but I think you're right. I think this whole WrestleMania build is, is really killing. Like, it's not fair, bro. It's like, not fair. Come on. Like, come on. Let's, let's be real. This show come on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The fact <laughs> I, I'm watching this, I probably watched raw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm trying to watch something different and you're going to give me like the majority of the new show I'm trying to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gonna give me the same thing I just saw the day before. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. You could truncate that. And uh, yeah, it's like for that specific reason. And even we could just use this past WrestleMania as an example where there was no maybe one, literally maybe just one mention that WrestleMania was going to happen this upcoming week on NXT TV. But literally, that was it. Yeah, they wouldn't talk about storylines. It wasn't like, ooh, let's go back and see what The Fiend was doing <laughs> yeah, exactly. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they keep it <laughs> in completely different universes. And that's why I appreciate modern NXT. But here is like, yeah, like they're Hell literally yeah. just. It's like if you was watching like Velocity back in the day, it's like, here, let's yeah, tell you yeah. what happened on SmackDown, even though it was the same <laughs> two hours. It's like, what? <laughs> I know for the fans there, it's like, it was like, yeah, yeah. We, we just I still see the-, the same people. <laughs> <laughs> recognize that fool? Uh, so yeah, with with that, our let me make sure I can see it. Our combined score for this episode is a, ooh, a two point eight. That makes sense. I think, I, like how you said, until we get out of this WrestleMania slump, is where we'll probably see a um, an improvement on the match quality. Maybe that's when they're gonna change the NXT. Mm. Like they're gonna have WrestleMania and then just gonna have a meeting backstage the next night. Like. No, no, <laughs> the, all this season six stuff this is not stuff, gonna happen. Nah, yeah. none of this is happening, dog. Yeah, we got we know what's happening next year at WrestleMania. <laughs> we already know none of this is gonna work, but we just can't do nothing with the show just yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I do run it, but <laughs> I do not doubt it. Because uh, what 2012 is when they moved to full sale, right? Yes, yes, yep. yep. They just gonna start uh, lollygagging in a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure by this point, or maybe a couple of like weeks or months later. They were already probably like in the the pre-production plans of the future NXT mm. is my is my guess at that point. Alrighty, so that will do it for us on this episode. Uh, yeah, not much to plug here. I will just mention that we still have a huge backlog. If you're new to the show, we uh, have the. Uh, I'll see if I'll insert the soundbite of me recapping what how we're covering the next phases of season five. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was, that's it on my end. Uh, you know what? I don't really have much to tag. Just uh, go go watch L Dog Battles on YouTube. Yep. Look up my verse tracker. Just go to literally verse tracker. Just Google verse tracker L Dog or L Dog verse tracker. It'll come up with a link. It takes you to a website that has all my battles that are on YouTube. Uh, run my views up. Doesn't really mean anything, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're already subscribed to the Half K YouTube channel, there's a simple playlist there too. So they boom. See, look, all in your face. Yep. <laughs> Alrighty. So that will do it for this episode. And this is your boy, Nando Kid. And uh Larry Cannon. Uh, and we will see you next time. ODB. Bam! <laughs> <laughs>